I only have 60 minutes. So here we go. Hope the sound is okay for that. Rich Dad Radio. Yeah, with Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah, he's in the valley here. I listen to that. Um, you're going to get some, if you jump over all the um, hard capitalist manifesto stuff, you get some good information. Uh, Broken Record, uh, great podcast, uh, specifically the ones with Rick Rubin. Um, born in the 70s, I was born in the 70s, and have um, uh, just this, uh, I don't know, this feeling of a connection to uh, the growth and the stories and the artistry behind music. And um, I don't know if it's because I was born in the 70s, but that's why. Uh, I listen to Sustainable Dish a podcast with uh, Diane Rogers. Um, morning Wire, uh, that's from Daily Wire. It's their morning briefing. Um, I also... in side one where is it so i can check it off i also listen to the daily and discussed that before um those are one two going to give you a daily information uh pieces um coming from different aisles i guess you could say uh uncommon knowledge i believe from the hoover institute and peter uh, i forget his name but he uh used to be a script writer for ronald reagan and um has some fantastic guests uh, Victor Davis Hansen show uh, because of frequency as well. I mean, it's top of the line. Um, if you could uh, err on the side of listening very closely, um, you're going to get a lot of basic positive information from that. Um, the Good Fight uh, with Yasha Monk. Um, you're going to get uh, more certainly, a, a, I guess, a bipartisan conversation around politics. And of course, it's called, I think, the the work that they do is called persuasion. So they, they really dig into the politics and I would say it's kind of a modern site on politics. They're still, I'd say reeling over Trump. Uh, they still can't get past themselves on that, but that's okay. I mean, there's gonna be a lot of people who still suffer from whatever you're going to call it, derangement syndrome or whatnot. Uh, Yasha certainly does. Um, but you can still learn some good information from that. Uh, Michael Shermer show, um, long, long time listener to Michael Shermer uh, from Skeptic Magazine and just uh, his background and uh, the guest he has on is by far fantastic. Uh, Origins podcast by uh, Lawrence Krauss, um, a Canadian. It's not the reason why, but uh, uh, what Lawrence gets at in there and his connection to the atheist movement, I would call it the positive, logical, rational atheist movement that um, I'm connected to indirectly or directly. Um, I love the guests. I love the questions. I love the length of it. Uh, it's, it's fantastic. Um, Intelligence Squared, uh, if there's a place you want to go to um, try to dig into where you're at fault on a specific topic, this is a place to do it because they bring on great people to discuss a certain topic and debate it. And then you get to see the strengths and weaknesses. You get to learn about debate and classic Socratics. Uh, blogging Heads TV, uh, more so for Robert Wright and Mickey Kaus and what they talk about. Um, I love listening to those two go back and forth uh, on specific topics. More recently, because this is in February 2023, to hear them talk about um, how politics are connected into foreign ideas, especially with the Ukraine war, is very interesting. Um, 
yeah the andrew clavin show um probably probably will turn a number of people off um because of andrew's you know strength and conviction i i, I actually like that about andrew uh, i don't agree with a lot of the you know i guess you would say personal beliefs that he has um, but I certainly do appreciate someone who's uh, willing to talk about uh, what's what's out there and what are options for people to search for truth. And uh, so I appreciate that about him and listen to him. Uh, and I love his storytelling capabilities. Uh, Braver Angels, uh, it's a great podcast if you want to uh, even recognize the the lack of, but the realistic improvement that we do need to have in red and blue conversation. Um, classic one, the Ramsey show, uh, again, kind of like rich dad, a little different perspective, but, um, the way I like to describe the Dave Ramsey perspective or, you know, th those are the, the reason why I like it is because it is lots of similar philosophy that I have in fitness on the basics and taking care of people, uh, to give them knowledge of what they have in front of them. That they can use as resources and tools for freedom and fitness. Um, it's the same thing that Dave talks about. So if you want to be, um, you know, a pseudo, um, you know, startup billionaire, which everyone thinks they're going to be, but 0.000003% of the population actually end up coming, uh, then you don't want to listen to this. Uh, but if you want to actually think about some basics that are necessary to, you know, keep uh, family and security for yourself and your loved ones for the rest of your life, this would be a place to go. Uh, conversations with Coleman Hughes. Um, Coleman I got in touch with him through Sam Harris many years ago. Not in touch with him, but listened to him. Um, yeah, you're just going to get a fantastic current modern perspective of race in the United States. Um, and I would say it's going to be uh, a very, I, I say it's uh, you could listen. There's a lot, lots of listening that can be involved with uh, Coleman Hughes' uh, guests and the kind of areas that he digs into. Um uh, of course, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. I mean, for those who know, know. Uh, Megan Kelly Show. Um, I remember the my first insight into Megan Kelly was with the, the Trump um, debacle with the debates way back. Um, and since then, I've been kind of interested in just seeing how she moves uh, through the culture and uh, the kind of things that she has to say. Not always in agreement, but that's the way it is. Uh, but I certainly like listening to the people she has on and the guests on her show, and I just appreciate her uh, her willingness to to call stuff out. Uh, Federalist Radio. I was just actually thinking about this last night on time type of podcasts or the podcasts that I listen to, and a list of them that I wanted to uh, share. Uh, so I could basically go back on this after a year or two years and and review. Um, but it was the Federalist Radio Hour show um, when Emily Jasinski, I, I think that's her name. Anyways, um, I have a, uh, I just love, you know, what they do and what she does because um, they also put out uh, a great back and forth with Molly Hemingway and David. I forget David's last name, but uh, they have a good show as well. Um, and I think they do give a pretty center they have a they they lean far more to the slight right, but they certainly have center concepts and ideas. And uh, coming from uh, the Federalist concept itself, you could see why that is. Anyways, lots of great information shared on that. Um, more for you know uh, entertainment and provo provocativeness and performance and culture. Uh, Red Scare, uh, Anna and Dasha 
do a fantastic job of offering everyone. I would call it the, you know, insights into what really matters in conversation at the, at the, um, the, uh, I don't, I don't want to call it the elite, but they, they have some, I'll just say they have some great things to share. If you kind of pause and, and just listen closely, <laughs> um, your undivided, your undivided attention, um, Tristan Harris and, uh, You'll know him from the social media or the social media was the movie. Anyways, um, just go just go listen to it, okay? Uh, Lex Friedman, um, you know, if I had said that uh, when I started listening, I was one of the initial ones, I think, that started listening to Lex. Um, and a lot of great guests, uh, a lot of great questions. If you like the long stuff and really digging into particular topics, it's a place to go. Uh, breaking points. Uh, these guys came from the hill and, um, they still are an excellent spot to go, uh, with, I would say an open-ended ideas on what's happening in politics today. If you can, uh, you know, get into that and recognize it's all just performance, but still it's, it's interesting to be a part of the conversation. Uh, the martyr made podcast, my brother recommended me this one actually a while back and I have never. I'm, this, this is, I'm being honest here because I asterisk, I put an asterisk next to the show. I've never been disappointed with the information that comes from that podcast. So uh, go check it out, the Martyr Made podcast. Uh, Keeping It Civil, um, fantastic one that uh, is local, connected to me, based upon the, um, there's a program at ASU, and I uh, I go to the civics, uh, Civic Economics and Leadership Theory group. Uh, and they have presentations. Anyways, this is a podcast with them. They, they do a fine job. Uh, all my tech information, what's happening. Uh, I go to Decoder uh, with uh, Nilay Patel. And again, I apologize if I've uh, messed up the name, but uh, fantastic show to get all your like current rundown as to what's happening. Uh, STEM Talk um, stands for S-T-E-M. This is a group out of Florida. Uh, I think his name is Ken Ford. Could be wrong on that. And I apologize. I don't remember his uh, podcast uh, co-host, but they do a great job. Of, um, uh, I would call it because I'm biased, a biased, you know, concept in terms of uh, the things that are important. I say just outside the practical realm of fitness for me specifically. Um, so if you're interested in that, I'd uh, hit that podcast up. Uh, philosophize this, uh, that was my, this one with Stephen Weiss was my entry into, uh, getting into as an adult, learning more about philosophy. So I really appreciate this particular podcast being there. Um, I've learned, I, I can't, it's too much for this show to talk about how much I've, you know, how many spinoffs and relationships and conversations and shows and stuff I've learned from, uh, starting on that, um, the, you know, the, the, what's it called? The, the Dilemma podcast was another one. Um, what was another one that I don't listen to anymore that's on this list? But uh, yeah, anyways, that philosophize this. Fantastic one if you want to dig your teeth into that. Um, if there's, I guess if there's a top five, this is one that's in the top five, uh, The Glenn Show uh, with Glenn Lowry. Man, the, I love this guy. I really do. I would... Uh, yeah, whatever whatever is needed in culture uh, for today, uh, for a conversation specifically for today, um, this guy tells it like it is. I really appreciate um, you know uh, what he's up to, his honesty, his background, um, you know, and uh, I just think if you want to get what I would call the the real stuff, 
the real stuff that's out there um, if with regards to information on um, just how people are operating in society today. Um, and I'll just leave it at that. This is where you want to go and you'll see for yourself. You kind of just give it a listen and go back and look at a bunch of previous episodes. Um, Sean Carroll's Mindscape. Um, I would say that a lot of it for me, even thus far, is still a little technically advanced. I know that Sean is probably not particularly, you know, looking to do that, but it's, it's just the way it is, you know, as to how I hear things. But getting into um, quantum physics or metaphysics or uh, deeper aspects of uh, astrophysics, just the deeper conversations in that technical or scientific technical aspect itself is very challenging for me. That's why I like it. Uh, again, in the top five would be Brett uh, Weinstein and Heather Hying. Uh, it's called the Dark Horse Podcast. Um, yeah, what to say, knowing we are in February 2023, post-COVID with this one. Um, um, I was I was there with, well, not there, but hope you understand what I mean when I say I followed the evergreen story for the, in the inception. And uh, for those who know about... Um, Brett and Heather's background, you'll understand that. And if you've followed it, that from the inception, pre-intellectual dark web, um, I met Brett in person because uh, he was a moderator between Sam Harris and Jordan Peterson for the two nights that I listened to both of those gentlemen speak in Vancouver. Um, I was able to uh, meet Brett because everyone was clamoring over to see Sam and JP. And, um, and yeah, anyways, it was... Uh, so. It's a long relationship, and this was pre-COVID and during COVID times. These two people were brave enough to even ask questions and ask hard questions. And to that, I really appreciate it. That's why I continue to listen to Dark Horse. Uh, uh, this one's called Conversations with Benjamin Boyce. Um, it's C-A-L-M-V-E-R-S-A-T-I-O-N-S. Another one that was recommended for my brother. Um, and another fantastic one uh, recommended for my brother. Um, called conversations. Um, this would be a place if you want to go with all the uh, lunacy that's going on with uh, gender ideology, sexual identity, um, perversions, relationships, etc. Uh, this is where you want to go to at least get uh, a host of individuals speaking on multiple different topics from different avenues. So you can, you know, gleam your own conclusions from that. Um, this is a political one on my behalf, but, uh, fair perspectives with, uh, Melissa and Angel. Um, those are two great people as well, but it's political on my behalf because I'm part of this organization, Foundation Against Intolerance and Racism. It's a great podcast called Fair Perspectives, F-A-I-R Perspectives. Um, yeah. Uh, listen to Ben Shapiro, almost every one of Ben's uh, shows since the beginning. I remember listening to Ben. I think it was a podcast, uh, first time, uh, like 2016, maybe 15. So that's been seven, eight years now of listening to Ben. Um, you know, the, just because I wanted to share, it doesn't give up, you know, basically where I sit. Cause there's lots of things I don't agree with on Ben, but kind of like with Andrew Clavin and some others as well. I just like them because, uh, they're, they, they're convicted. I am attracted to people who feel convicted on some particular things and I look over what our our beliefs are and what what um, I may or may not believe what they believe. Um, also, if there was like human policy, <laughs> I also wouldn't partake in, you know, or believe in some of the policies that uh, Ben and Andrew and probably lots of people within Daily Wire 
partake in, but uh, there's secretly, I'll be completely honest. I also like listening to Ben because I know so many people hate Ben. Um, I'm not sure what that says about me, but it's probably also my previous attraction as a non-American citizen to Trump and the Trump, you know, the Trump movement, uh, simply because I just loved seeing how people like Sam Harris and others just like lost their mind because of this one person. And so I kind of, you know, secretly enjoy that same thing about Ben that people hate him so much. I kind of enjoy the fact that, um, you know, he, he has some things to say that are so true, so true, so true that it just hurts. Right. And I know, I know that I've taken some of his truth serums that are really painful, but Hey, that's the way it is. Uh, honestly, uh, with Barry Weiss, um, I'm going to look back on that comment on that, honestly, uh, years back. And I think, I really do think that whatever's going on with honestly is going to turn into a, like a new age, you know, um, quasi smaller version of a New York times. And it wouldn't, won't that be funny, right? You know, 10 years later after the New York times basically kicked her out for trying to be honest, ironically, um, that, uh, it comes back to, uh, to step them, step on their toes. Well, you know what? I can probably see it happening where the New York times buys these media companies, back up over time. Anyways, I'm off target, but that's one I listen to. Um, the realignment with, uh, Marshall Kozloff. Uh, love that show. I uh, love what Marshall's doing as well. Um, I think he's picking on something kind of like what I'll get to with uh, my final one. I think he's picking up something that's really important for today. And that is what's, what would be considered this realignment that's happening between people in political parties and political parties that they signed up for, or are a, or, are a part of. And um, he's asking lots of questions in particular to what he's, his premise is on that new realignment of individuals going down a road of party lines so hard that they basically have, are at the extreme end of it now. And they have real no, you know, no policies that make sense on the back end of their extreme levels that they're going down those party lines. So you're starting to see a whole bunch of people in this either independent or not caring or newer versions of the right or the left that are kind of in limbo. <clears throat> and so obviously there's a realignment occurring and he's covering it. Uh, more recent new ones, I can't comment too far, but I'll just mention I watch it or listen to it is Feminine Chaos. Uh, I've mentioned this one before. Uh, I like this show for... It's broad um, information. Jordan Harbinger. I also secretly like the fact that he picks on the Chinese Communist Party um, and all the horrible things that uh, that particular group, not the Chinese people, but that particular group are are um, a part of and taking part in. Um, and but I'll just say that if you get inside of uh, Jordan Harbinger's podcast world, it's going to open up a whole bunch of doorways to different things that you never thought were really cool conversations to have. As just a quick example of a, a former mafia guys, just listen to those episodes. I think he has a whole area of listening to those guys. Just you know, and it, it's you know, those were horrible people at one point in their life. But there's a lot of things in terms of uh, justice and uh, retributions, and yeah, a whole bunch of things that are, you can learn from just listening. Uh, blocked and reported, uh, Katie Herzog and um, gosh, I have to take a second to. I can even picture him, Katie Herzog, and damn it. Anyways, blocked and reported. Uh, good podcast. I would call it like a 
um, a newer, you know, 2022-2023 version uh, of the way that it's put together, the way that the kind of topics that they go into. Um, they're good. It's good stuff. Um, uh, this one's uh, another great one. It'll be up in my top five as well. Um, um, again, because of those two things I mentioned earlier, number one, he pisses a lot of people off. And, uh, number two, there's so much stuff that I think is proven that, that James Lindsay is ahead of and has been talking about for a long period of time. And he just seems to be taking a whole lot of heat, um, simply because, um, and that, believe me, that's not throat clearing for all the stupid stuff he said, but, or has said, but it's certainly, if you get into the podcast, it's called new discourses. Um, yeah, anyways, uh, I'll just give you one indication. He he was talking about postmodernism concepts of how cultural things were going to shift with a book that he did um, called Cynical Theories years back. And um, it basically, you know, uncovered all this, all these things in postmodern theories in different areas, okay? Um, but inside of it was also, you know, um, what what they attributed now, but you know, it was a playbook to how this was going to come out and how this was going to play out and how people kind of stick their neck out by talking about uh, victimization or by talking about oppressor and oppressed by talking about a language that, you know, can make you seem socially relevant. They discussed this a long time ago, you know, and uh, so, as, for example, right up to now, James is discussing things that's really uncomfortable with regards to social emotional learning. Um, in regards to its uh, connection to education and where that comes from. And anyways, uh, he digs into stuff in there uh, that is, um, anyways, you're going to be ahead of the game. Even if you, this is, this is what I'll tell people, okay? Don't tell anyone that you're listening to it. <laughs> James would hate me for, for saying that I'm not, I don't want him to share it. But, you know, don't tell anyone you're listening to it. But, but don't tell me also that you don't listen to all of that. And then come away with a whole new perspective of this stuff you see popping up like ESG and CRT and SEL and all the three letter things that James has been talking about for close to a decade now. So, um, yep, I'll just stop there. Uh, Free Speech Nation. I've only listened to a couple of these with uh, Andrew Doyle. Uh, I think it's Andrew Doyle. Yeah, anyways, he's hilarious. Uh, the Quillette podcast. Um I, this is one of those ones where I, I was a little bit unhappy with how Claire uh, labeled um, uh, Brett Weinstein and Heather Hying. Um, and I also am not in agreement with a couple of, you know, you know, perspectives that they have, but you got to give it to them. Uh, Jonathan Kay, another Canadian, not for that reason alone, but they asked some great questions on, on there. And so what's going on in the culture today? And they'll keep you up to par on, I would call it a, uh, yeah, uh, middle road uh, alignment in terms of uh, what's happening. Um, anything from cancel culture to transgender uh, rights to, uh, you know, uh, political movements, etc. You're going to find it there with Quillette. Uh, Stephen Dubner with Freakonomics. Man, that's definitely up there as well. I know I'm past the top five list now, but I love that podcast. Um, uh, the uh, This is an interesting one because um, I get my uh, – Ted. Ted Cruz, I listen to that sometimes too, but Alan Dershowitz. Um, the reason why I listen to Alan Dershowitz is that I can get, because uh, I used to listen to Preet as well, um, but uh, I can get a pretty darn good understanding of law. So from a 
from a, a rookie perspective and an immature individual with regards to that particular area, that's a tough one for me. And so um, the reason why I can like listening to Alan and looking past all of the stuff that uh, you may think, which is proven to be untrue, but you may still think he has some connections to the Jeffrey Epstein stuff and he's uh, unequivocally uh, shown so many different versions of proving that to be true, of being not connected to it whatsoever. Um, you know, I just think that uh, history and his um, amount of writing and the information and anyways, I just like the background um, and I can learn a lot in law specifically by listening to that. Uh, for a local show, uh, John Gabriel has a podcast called King of Stuff. Now, you know, he is local. He doesn't talk local, but he is local. Um, and uh, yeah, I just I like his guests. Uh, again, he would kind of be that... Um, conservative uh, leaning side that I really like listening to is not as provocative, but I really like listening to because of some of the, the hard uh, stuff that they want to, uh, um, you know, talk about that they're getting there. I call it the, uh, you know, the conservative um, leaning folks have been getting better at culture conversation <laughs> over time. Um, and it's getting there and um, that's bubbling into whatever you want to call it a, uh, more of a, a, I guess you could call it a, a new, a new version of that uh, conservative thinking. Um, anyways, John has lots of guests on, and and uh, I can get some also uh, local, local uh, flair from John. Uh, Hold these truths with uh, Dan Crenshaw. Um, my insight, first insight into Dan Crenshaw, which you know he he laughs about as well, but was the SNL debacle. Uh, which they uh, poked fun at him, and then he came on the show on SNL. Right? They had they talked. Anyways, uh, then I started listening to his podcast. Um, so if you want to also get some information, because he, if you read between the lines with Dan as well, you look up, you may look past some of the things that you may not believe in. But if you look, if you read past, you know what he's saying. He talks a lot, which I really appreciate about uh, an elected position, like an elected representative, and what their jobs are, and the time they have, and the things that they do. I really appreciate that. Um, and I, you know, I really do think he has um, the people uh, in his best interest. That's one of the, you know, I've, I've been swayed and, you know, um, you know, brainwashed <laughs> multiple different ways before. So, uh, but I'm just being honest when I say that at this current point, I really do think that he has a lot of, uh, um, a lot of good things, positive things in mind <laughs> uh, for people. Um, and these are the last two. I want to thank my uh, friend, John, who recommended this podcast only six months ago, I think. And uh, I've been really enjoying it. Uh, it's called Subversive with Alex Kashuda. Um, gosh, I have so much to say about this podcast and the information and the learnings that I'll probably save it for another time. So get your uh, listening on and and uh, check out Subversive and dig in, and uh, you can thank me later, or you can also email me and say how much of a lunatic I am. I'll take that as well. Um, and then lastly, um, my favorite, and I'm also saying it because it's uh, it's been a recent favorite, uh, but it's also someone else. I have I have other close friends that listen to this as well, and they really enjoy it. And when I passed it on, no one has been disappointed. The Genius of Thomas Sowell uh, podcast, and that's by Alan Wolin. Um, the way that Alan is 
so this one is very similar, as I mentioned, to the realignment. So Alan has picked up on something. He's picking up on the principles that everyone knows about Thomas Sowell, right? All the principles that have been there for so long, but he's making it pertinent and timely and, and recent, and he's making it culturally valuable again. And I really appreciate that. And so the way he's going about doing it is extracting what he's calling, of course, the genius of Thomas Sowell and putting it into particular podcasts with different people or solo cast by himself in just discussing particular topics and would always ask the question, what would Thomas Sowell say about this, right? And, and it's, I, I'm giggling because you bring up any particular topic, you know, um, even, you know, challenging ones like abortion, you know, and they, they say, you know, how, what would Thomas Sowell say about this? And the principles that come from the way, this is the key thing, it was which Thomas Sowell would want everyone to do. It's the way you approach the particular topic and the facts that come before values that are far more important in that particular topic. And if more people were to approach all of the particular issues with that in mind, just think about that. Take take away the abortion one, make it something that's a little easier, right? Like a relationship with someone, right? Um, actually, that's pretty intense. Okay, make it even easier somehow. Uh, approach it with that idea, right? Just actually, what are we talking about in language? What are we What are we talking about with regards to intentions? What are we talking about with regards to facts? Like get after all those things first prior to getting into values. And then we can kind of go back and forth with different perspectives and, and why we have what we do and different outcomes. And anyways, the Genius of Thomas Sowell podcast, if I have just introduced one, two, or even three individuals to that podcast, and it's going to benefit you um, from this day forward, then I'm happy. The last couple of points just on what I wanted to share on this particular one, uh, just because it was you know, uh, on my mind to think about it. I still just, be, and I'm just want to say it out loud, just in case, uh, you know, individuals are, are just want to contemplate or sit and think about these notions as well. You know, how do you, how do you, how do you stay away from just getting only, you know, um, 23 people to listen to what you have to say, um, you know, uh, simply because that's where media is moving. So the way that I look at it is, you know, take a particular topic like, uh, you know, the sex binary. Okay. So sex binary in 1983. Okay. And then take, take uh, the concept of sex binary in, in 2014 and now, and now take the idea of what sex binary is going to look like in 2030. And then think about the media and the chaos and the information sharing, right? And through all those things, there's still truths, right? There's still truths in that. But in, through all those things, it's the media and the stories and the, and the way things have been shared that kind of convolutes exactly how are we going to get to a point of an understanding, right? How are we going to get to a point of understanding of common beliefs if we have, like I'm giving you today, 60 podcasts, right? How do, we, how do you get to a point where we could trust that everyone's going to listen and take years of listening, right? Of all the conversations, because it's really hard to do, right? My whole point being is that who has, you know, more than three hours in the week. And so if they have three hours in the week and they're just going to say, well, you know, I only got three hours. I'm going to listen to Joe Rogan. Well, then you can't really think that that's, that's going to give you everything, right? Everything with all the information and all the topics and et cetera, right? Or maybe you watch sports for 10 hours a week, right? And you don't have time based upon your choices to listen to 90 minutes of particular things. 
And with um, which I was going on the back end of media today, media has moved from the, you know, however uh, positive or negative you see it, the Walter Cronkite movement into like just CNN, CBS, ABC, NBC, et cetera, into now like, as an example, Barry Weiss Substack, right? So I just see, I don't see more openness. I actually see more isolation, right? I see a whole bunch of echo systems happening, a whole bunch of bubbles. And uh, I just see, I don't see a lot of place. So I'm just basically saying this out loud that I'm still perplexed by people not realizing that, you know, every month there's a hundred new podcasts and every month these 90 of these 100 podcasts never really go anywhere, but they get five out of five stars and they still basically spread some information to some people. But I just want, you know, I just hoping people will start thinking about how do we get to a point where you're not captured by popularity of the choices that you make in the media that you consume. Um, and I can give you some insight into it right away. If you're going to have to pay for anything, I can guarantee you that you're walking into an echo chamber if you got to pay for it. Um, because there's so the things I just given you, there's no cost to listen into a lot of the information that I would share based on these individuals. And if you're like, Oh, there's a cost to have an app on a phone. Well then find another way. There's a lot of ways you can consume media and still listen to all these voices and I'm hoping, like all these individuals and these groups and these podcasts have done to me, I hope that you can consume and continue to consume and really listen. I mean, listen like a coach listens, a fitness coach listens, like really listen, right? Read between the lines. Don't let emotions guide you. You know, as soon as someone says something on the podcast or there's a guest on a podcast, you just get your tentacles up, right? Because well, I don't believe in that. And the whole time you're saying, I don't believe in that. Oh, that's such bullshit. I can't wait to like you know, say something about this, you're not listening at that point. You're not listening whatsoever. So you just need to calm the F down and listen. And then hopefully by the end of it, which is my hope is in the back end of this, my hope is that um, all the, all the uh, information that you get from that, you can decipher for yourself what are good decisions that you're going to be making um, and how you make the decisions for those people around you um, and for your own choices going forward. Yeah, because in the end, this is why I just wanted to share this particular one. Um, this would go into the area of uh, learning of our triad or what, you know, we would believe in or what I believe in and what I want for people is to move consistently every day. Um, it's to uh, eat real food uh, daily, you know, three times a day. And it's to uh, learn and adapt. And that's the third pillar. And this is part of that third pillar. And if I, again, can hope, help, you know, one, two, three, four people um, by, you know, picking up on any of these pieces of information and learning some real things, um, then, you know, I hope that'll be positive for you. So on another time as well, I'm also going to go through, I think it'd be an interesting podcast. Um, I'll go through the podcast that I don't listen to anymore because there's also, also some reasons for that. And that may be of interest um, to some. Um, and otherwise I did take an asterisk to coming back to describing and going through uh, subversive as well.